why wouldn't you want to check out Ruby Freeman? And why wouldn't you want to say, hey, if, if in fact President Trump is right about that, then he wins the state of Georgia. Just that one incident alone, without going through hundreds of thousands of drop ballots. Okay, Mary. All right, Starfish. Let's what? get this show on the road. I know. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a day for sure. So Trump called the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, and he had his lawyer sitting there. And then he had, Brad has his had his lawyer and a bunch of people sitting there. But it was all audio. So you hear Trump basically asking him to overturn the election. I mean, not so much in outright terms, but he says... First of all, he says things like, I don't understand it. How, how could I have possibly lost? This doesn't make any sense. Everybody says I should have won Georgia. And so it, because of that, because it doesn't make sense, everybody else won but me, I want to to look at these numbers because they think that their numbers are off by like two or 300,000 ballots, votes. That's a lot. It's a lot. But he only lost the election by like 11,000 something. Right. So he only wants that many. He's like, I don't really care how we figure this out, but I think we need to find these numbers. And one particular story he focused on was a woman named Ruby Freeman. So he mentioned this woman's name 18 times in this call. We're so far ahead. We're so far ahead of these numbers. Even the phony ballots of uh, of Ruby Freeman, known scammer. You know the internet? You know what was trending on the internet? Where's Ruby? Because they thought she'd be in jail. Where's Ruby? Um, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. That was the minimum number is 18,000 for Ruby, but they think it's probably about 56,000. But the minimum number is 18,000 on the Ruby... Freeman night where she ran back in there when everybody was gone and stuffed. She stuffed the ballot boxes. Let's face it, Brad. I mean, I, they did it in slow motion replay magnified, right? She stuffed the ballot boxes. They were stuffed like nobody's ever seen them stuffed before. Oh, God. <laughs> you can just stuff that somewhere. <laughs> so he can't get past this woman. He's wondering, why aren't they investigating her? So then I go, what's who's this woman? What is the deal with this? I hadn't really been following it closely enough to know. I'd heard of it, but I didn't know exactly what was going on. So around uh, after the election, there's a lot of things that were contested in Georgia. So they kept asking for recounts. They've done three recounts at this point. Right. That's a lot. Yeah. And they still don't like the recounts because of this story. Okay. So what happened was on election day, they were filming these poll workers on all these live streams, right? So you have all this footage of them in the, in their, in this arena and they're just tabulating everything. They're actually opening the envelopes and they're pulling them out. One group is doing that. And then another group is um, taking those and putting them through the scanner. And at some point during the day, there was a water pipe broke at some point in the building in the building yeah. in the so we're talking about atlanta georgia they are in the state farm arena i don't okay. i don't know who plays in state farm arena who's who's atlanta anyway uh, the falcons yes the falcons right the falcons yeah 
Falcons. So I'm not sure if they're the ones who play there. It could be another sports team, but um, anyway, they are in this arena. It's a, it's a pretty big room and there was a water leakage of some sort. And so they were all asked to leave. Okay. When they, when they, when they left, according to conspiracies, this woman, she pulled out a whole bunch of ballots and then then counted them while all of these people were gone. So that's what Trump thinks. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Of course, that's not the real story. So right. the selection was being really contested in Georgia. So they went through and they found all this footage and they were looking through it. Well, a snippet of it was pulled out and it was this part where she pulls out these ballots. At about eight o'clock in the morning, we're going to roll this back and show it to you. There you go. So now they're going to start pulling these ballots out from under this table. This table, the black one, was placed there by the lady with the blonde braids at about 8.22 a.m. in the morning. So she put that table there. So the same person who's staying behind now, the same person who cleared the place out under the pretense that we're going to stop counting, is the person who put the table there at 8.22 in the morning. Yeah, I saw four suitcases come out from underneath the table. Yeah, upper right hand, you see the gentleman in, in the red. So he just pulled one out. So what are these ballots doing there, separate from all the other ballots? And why are they only counting them whenever the place is cleared out with no witnesses? Is the question. So these machines can process about 3,000 ballots an hour. You have multiple, multiple machines there. And they're there for two hours. So you do the math. How many ballots went through those machines in those two hours when there was no one there to supervise, to be present, consistent with your statutes and rules? to supervise the tabulation. We believe that could easily be and probably is certainly beyond the margin of victory in this race. They basically have these big tables. They're like folding tables in the in this space where they're counting them and they have these black blankets over them. The black blankets are just they go from all the way to the floor so you can't see what's underneath them really. Well, at some point during the day, she they went to this table and they just pulled out a whole bunch of ballots, which they hadn't seen them doing um, apparently during the day. Okay, and so that that's why everybody thinks, look, hundreds of thousands of ballots obviously came from somewhere, and this is where it's from. So the, the headline is huge video footage from Georgia shows suitcases filled with ballots pulled from under the table after the supervisor told the GOP poll, poll workers to leave the tabulation center. So it is true. They all left. However, it uh, they think is because of this pipe. So they say, um, you know, poll watchers were kicked out of the State Farm Arena Tabulation Center on election night after a burst pipe caused flood flooding. And we now know that a pipe never burst. It was all a lie in order to kick out poll watchers while a few crooks stayed behind to count illegal ballots for Joe Biden. A few of the workers stayed behind and were seen pulling suitcases full of ballots out from under the tables to be tabulated. 
then they show close-up photo of the suitcases being wheeled out from under the tables and the people who pulled out the ballots uh were a mother and a daughter who work at the polling center together and one of the mother is ruby freeman so they get this capture of this woman and they figure out who she is within within a day they figure out who this woman is the next article from the same place is what's up ruby we know you like we know what you did your crooked operative filmed pulling out suitcases at this point so she's been identified now okay they say you know they kind of explain the story again this is the same day just a little bit later in the day we now have identified one of those people involved who were caught on video counting illegal ballots from a suitcase stashed under a table As you can see from the video, one woman in a purple top was filmed helping pull out the ballots and then sitting down to count the ballots. That woman has now been identified. The woman in the purple shirt made a mistake and left her purse on her desk advertising her business. Her name is Ruby Freeman, and she made the mistake of advertising her purse on her desk the same night she was involved in a voter's fraud on a massive scale. I'm just going to pause there. Why would you do that? You're on camera. <laughs> you you're gonna like print your name on your shirt, you know, like right. Hey, look at me. So not only that, but her t-shirt says Lady Ruby and her purse says La Ruby, which is her company. And they say this was not a smart move on her part because they caught her. So they go to her LinkedIn page, they find out what the name of her business is. This woman just makes purses and bags and or sells them at like a kiosk in the mall. Oh my God. Yeah. So here's Ruby in one of her social media posts. I watched that movie y'all with Quinn Latifah, you know, last holiday, you know, when she thought she was going to die and she was just telling it like it is without being mean. She was telling it. I watched that movie too. I came back pumped up. I came back ready. I was ready for him. I was ready for him. So I said, if y'all stop talking, then I'll stop playing my gospel music. We have to make a deal. (laughs) So anyway, I'm going back to work now. Hey, Renee, I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all. Glad you like my eyewear. Honey, Fulton County. Got a pen. I need some glasses. I got to see out of here, far-sighted, computer, bifocal. And then the sunglass thing. Oh, yeah. I said, go on and give me the whole kid and caboodle. Ain't no sense in playing. Give me all of it. Give me all of it. So I love y'all. Ciao. Look out for my different posts. I'll talk to you later, okay? All right. Ciao, everybody. Yeah. And, and so it goes from her just, you know, she's was she like a poll worker? Is that what she, she was? Yes. So these poll workers are not made paid much i looked into it and in in my county anyway you get paid 12 bucks an hour and then they say if you if you make over 600 dollars, you're gonna have to report it which basically means and i and that's what it says on the fulton county one too basically means it's unlikely you're gonna make that much more (laughs) you know so not much money yeah they're probably well and this is georgia we're talking about so yeah probably less than 12 an hour for that right right yeah so poverty wages for them poverty. to count votes. Poverty wages, right. 
this person, she didn't want to be involved. All she wanted to do is just be there helping, be involved, civic engagement. It's really great. And she gets targeted. And I mean, hardcore targeted. So they, they find this picture of her and her name. They go to a database around the states around it and look for her and find her uh, in a mugshot. And it's a different Ruby. This woman had had fraud cases and everything, but of course they screenshot it and they said, look, here she is shot it out on social media. Oh no. Mm -hmm. And then they claim that she had been arrested by the FBI was just completely false. There's no evidence whatsoever anywhere that there was an arrest of this woman at all. They went to her personal Facebook page. They found videos of her talking about her daughter, the one that worked with her Hmm. Yeah, he's just really obsessed with her. That sucks. That really sucks. You know, and yeah. so so basically, like, they just film her, you know, coming in to do this job that she's getting paid minimum wage to do. And all she's doing is picking up where they left off, probably from the pr- day prior, right? So here's exactly what happened that day. So okay. that day there was a water... Uh, a, a leak. It was just a urinal that had overflowed, though. So an, an investigator came in because so many people are kind of freaked out by this. Investigator came in and said, look, here's what happened. There was a water leakage in the morning on November 3rd. It was early in the morning. Um, and the water leakage, everybody had to leave at that point. And it was well reported all over the news that it was going to slow down the counting. And, and it, they were out for like three or four hours at least. So when they left, this is when Trump's team assumes that this video clip happened, but the timing doesn't line up. This clip happened 17 hours later. And what happened 17 hours later was that it was about 10 o'clock PM, 10 PM. And it was about time to stop counting for the day. And so they, um, you can see in the video that a guy is called the supervisor. He's wearing a red shirt and he's called and he goes, okay, well, um, you can't really hear it, but you can see him. He tells everybody to go ahead and clear out. They're done counting for the night. So everybody seals up the ballots. They put them in these boxes and they set them on the shelf. So the clip that they took, it, it doesn't include this. Of course they set them on this shelf. The, the shelves were empty all day. You can, the investigator says at eight in the morning, uh, you can see the tables being brought in and there's nothing on them. And then at 10 o'clock, you can see them put them on the shelf as they pack up to go home. Then you can see in, in the clip, which again, they don't show, um, is him getting another phone call. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, and brings a few of them back and says, okay, we're going to keep counting because it was such a contested election. Remember there was people pounding on the doors and chanting. (laughs) Right. So they said, we're being told to continue counting. And so that they weren't really said that they weren't really told that they had to leave necessarily. They still had poll watchers there. Okay. Um, Yeah. For those of us that don't know, what is a poll watcher? A poll watcher is, it can, you can volunteer to go and just stand and watch. 
you had with with COVID, you had to kind of stay a certain distance away. So there's the actual workers who are paid and the workers are the ones tabulating and they're the ones opening the envelopes and stuff. But the watchers are just there to watch when they open the envelope to make sure that there's a um, signature on the envelope and that it's a valid signature. And they're just there to kind of make sure that the, that part of the process isn't sketchy, you know? So they're really there. There's, there can be hundreds of them. I think in this case, there was just dozens of them. There wasn't that many. Are they, and they're volunteers or are they paid? I think they're volunteers because Trump set up a whole website saying, want to be a poll watcher. So he created an army of poll watchers. Looking for ways to help team Trump? Working for the president at the polls during early vote or on election day is a great way to ensure a fair and honest election. Our election day operations are designed to make sure that everyone who is legally entitled to vote has the opportunity to vote once. If you want to help, the first thing you need to do is register to volunteer on the Trump campaign app. After you are registered to volunteer, a member of Team Trump will reach out to you. Once you meet with our team, let them know that you want to be part of the president's EDO, Election Day Operations. As an EDO volunteer, you will be trained on the election laws in your area. You don't have to be a lawyer. You just have to know the rules. Once you are trained, you can sign up for a shift at the polls. We all know that the Democrats will be up to their old dirty tricks on Election Day to make sure that President Trump doesn't win. We cannot let that happen. That is why our goal is to cover every polling place in the country with people like you. Your work will truly make a difference for an honest election and to reelect President Trump. But being an actual poll worker, an election worker, you get paid. So I do think they're separate jobs. Okay. So the poll watchers left and even some of the counters left. And this woman... Ruby and her daughter were the only ones left or were some of the few left. And so here's where the video clip comes in that, that was spread all over the news. They, you see her pulling those ballots back out from that box that they call a suitcase, but it's the same box that all the rest of them have been in all day. You see her pulling it out. And then all of a sudden they recall, because this was like a month after the election that all this right. footage came out. Yeah. All of a sudden people remember, oh, remember how there was a 100,000 person spike for Biden that night. So therefore we have our evidence that this was a huge fraud because um, he shouldn't have gotten all those votes. And it makes sense now because they came from this suitcase up to 56,000 votes is what Trump said in the phone call. So these. So, so Georgia admits the election commissioner, he's like, you know, at, at the point at which we had them come back, we should have called everybody back. And so that was our fault. And that's why they brought in an investigator is because it was kind of like, this is a little weird what happened here and they did need to dig into it. So the investigator though, Francis Watson, I think said, Listen, I went in, I looked around. Our investigation review of the entire security footage revealed that there were no mystery ballots that were brought in from an unknown location and hidden under tables, as they had been reported by some. Video taken hours before shows the table being brought into the room at 8.22 in the morning. 
Nothing was underneath the table. Around 10 p.m., with the room full of people, including official monitors and the media, video shows ballots that had already been opened but not counted, placed in the boxes, sealed up, stored under the table. This was done because employees thought that they were done for the night and were closing up and ready to leave. When the counting continued into the later in the in the night, those boxes were open so that the ballots inside could then be counted. So again, like Georgia said, shoot, we, we, we did mess up. We should have had somebody, we should have told them all to come back. But the thing is, is that they did have people and they're still watching. It just wasn't everybody. They didn't call everybody back. Yeah. They they still had an election uh, official in there watching. So on this phone call that he made on Saturday, he just keeps referencing her. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. She's a criminal. So people picked up somewhere that she had been arrested by the FBI. That's not anywhere. And he's just not willing to dig into the, the, they don't really trust the fact checking websites and stuff. So they just spread it, spread this information everywhere. And Uh, it just really hurts people. Yeah. Cause I mean, imagine this poor lady. I mean, she's, you know, she's probably just trying to make some extra cash for maybe her business. She's maybe trying to build up her business. Right. Which which we all know everyone's struggling right now. Right. Including me. I mean, it's hard. It's so hard to have a small business. So I, I just, my heart goes out to this lady. I mean, she's just trying to do a civic duty and, you know, make a little extra on the side for whatever. And then is thrust into the limelight uh, for just doing her job, just being there, you know, just trying to be a part of this election in some way. Yeah. And and it's just really ridiculous. And now her entire life, probably her business, everything's ruined. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She cannot be reached no articles have any references to how she's doing now, except that she's basically disappeared, gone into hiding. Oh, you'd have to. Oh yeah. And this coming out on the third, just really is going to bring it back up again. She even has her own hashtag and on Twitter, two of them, their suitcase gate and then her name. And Oh God. It's just because he's so convinced that those ballots, those 18,000 ballots are really all he needs to win Georgia, which he won't win the election even if he wins Georgia. But he's just so convinced that he's going to that he just was like bugging them to to like, oh, well, this woman, she's she's not worth it is like she's not worth it. Why are you doing this? Aren't you a good Republican? Because this woman is obviously a terrible scammer. And you're taking her side. You know, he's like, I, I so what are we going to do here, folks? This is towards the end of it. I only need 11,000 votes. I, I only need 11,000. Give me a break. You, you know, we have that in spades already. Or we can keep it going. That's not fair to the voters of Georgia because they're going to see what happened. They're going to see what happened. It's, it's kind of hard to read what he says sometimes. I mean, I'll take it on to anybody if uh, I'll take on to anybody you want to with regard to Ruby and her lovely daughter, a very lovely young lady, I'm sure. (laughs) But that Ruby, I will take on anybody you want in the minimum. There are 18,000 ballots that they used. And she he thinks they counted them like three times. He says they zoomed in on the video and they could see in researching her. They found videos of her 
talking before the election and how she was really excited. She she was very public and very active on social media and everything. And so you, you run the risk, I guess, when you get yourself involved in these things. But I really just don't think that's fair. She didn't put herself out there. She no. was just trying to do her civic duty, you know. Right. And then um, just got her life completely destroyed in the process. Like that's that's the problem that we're seeing out there now. It's like this is like a modern day witch hunt instead of, you know, blaming systems or or what have you, we're going after individual people that are just trying to get by and just try to make a living and just trying to do their civic duty. And we're punishing them with all this false crap. I mean, can you imagine that having all of this put out there? No. For the world to see. And it's none of it's true. Right. And would your close friends and family who believe trust support with uh, support Trump would they believe you that you didn't do this? It, I wonder how much it would shake your personal relationships with people. You, you know, right. it's already tough enough to be to to communicate with people sometimes, much less have to deal with something like this where you're being accused of a huge fraud, right? Like a huge controversy. Like I feel so bad for this woman. Like I, if something like that happened to me, I would have to, I would probably have to sell everything and move out of the country or something until, (laughs) until things calm down a little bit, like change your name, everything. I mean, it's like, you'd have to pull like a better call Saul and be like, I need you to change my identity. I got to go. Like they're ruining my entire life. You know? Yeah. It's just ridiculous. How long has she lived there? How long has she, how does her family live there? Like her, right. her life is different now. Yeah. Um, so the, something I said I would mention earlier is that the reason he is just so stuck on this one in particular, and, and then doesn't like the recounts Trump is that since these were brought in externally, he wants, he keeps saying, I want the signature, signature verification, he wants them to compare the signatures with past years. So going through every single ballot, specifically the ones that were processed by her, and they want to make sure that those ballots were are verified against previous years to make sure that it's actually voters from, from Georgia. Because they were saying, look, there's all these people who voted from out of state. They, these people moved. And the, the um, Secretary of State's like, no they they moved back and he's like oh really how often does that happen and he's like this is over about 10 years so it happens like more frequently than you would think i mean it's not like it happened last week you know <laughs> right so he he's saying i here obviously she was able to stuff these ballots and and bring these ballots in because the signatures don't match anything in history or as far as he's saying and also that there's a ton of voters whose return addresses were from other states so or their names were marked as being having living in another state so yes one more casualty of this election and there's there's more there's more stories of these people yeah, I, I think uh, we need to tell their stories. We will tell their stories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that one event, and they were all to Biden, by the way. That's the other thing we didn't say. You know, the uh, Ruby Friedman, uh, one thing I forgot to say, which was the most important. You know that every single ballot she did went to Biden. You know that, right? You know that, by the way, Brett? Every single ballot that she did through the machine at uh, early, early in the morning went to Biden. Did you know that, Ryan? That's not accurate, Mr. President. Huh. What is accurate? Thanks, everyone, for listening to Real Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We look forward to having you on our next one.